This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Sunday, which means it's time for FanDuel Game Day. Here's Jeremy Kahn and Chris Mack on the BetQL Network. All right, let's let's table the Sunday night game. We'll hold that off for just after the top of the hour. And let's because this next game dives right into where I want to go with our favorite first installment of it, Dog Day Afternoon. Dog Day Afternoon. Real simple. We're going to give you some of our favorite dogs and one of my favorites is the next 425 game we were scheduled to talk about, Jeremy. It's the Brownies going into Kansas City and getting uh, five and a half now. It was that's down from six and a half earlier in the week, but uh, you know I think the Browns are probably not going to fly off the charts, surprise everybody, go thirteen and four kind of year. I don't think they fall off. I think they're going to be just as they were last year. And the defense has improved incrementally. They get Odell Beckham Jr. back, whether you think that's a good thing or not. So. I think ultimately KC gets the win at Arrowhead today, but I think it's going to be a tight game and give me Cleveland to cover. I agree. I like that pick. Um, I, I think that's exactly how that game's going to play out. Uh, one of mine and my favorite play on the day, we were just talking about it, it's the Giants at home. I love them plus the points against Denver. I, I got a lot of questions about this Denver team. I think they're going to be solid, not spectacular this year. Could they sneak into the playoffs? Sure. Their defense is going to be really good, but again, Teddy Bridgewater coming in. I don't know how many plays he's going to make in the passing game to better this team and give them a chance to win the game. I know their defense is going to show up. You mentioned lowest total on the board, but I just think the Giants have way too many weapons. And, again, don't turn the ball over Daniel Jones. Don't make me look like an idiot. But if he holds on to the ball, I I think they win this game outright. I mean, when in doubt, turn around and hand it off to Saquon uh, now that he's healthy again. I mean, I I don't think you can go wrong there. The other doggy I like today – We talked about it earlier. In Atlanta, I just don't feel good about the direction the Falcons are headed in. Losing Julio Jones, obviously, is a big shot to the system. Um, And I think, look, as much as people in Philly hate on Jalen Hurts and are never comfortable with their quarterback position, that fan base, that city, is in for some disappointment this year. Because I do think they're closer to rebuilding than starting to take off. But this is not one of those positions. Philly getting points on the road against the Falcons. I do think if they just take it easy, let Jalen Hurts work a little bit, I think they get away with this one. And and I'm going with Philly, maybe against my better judgment in some cases, to cover that three in Atlanta, if not win outright. I like it. And and I I like a lot of points there, too. So, But my other dog that I'm going to, and I know you're going to be on the opposite side of this, it's the vomit play. It's the Lions plus eight and a half. And choking. Yeah. It, you know, look, the point spread's there to try to make this game even. It's moved a little bit as the public and, and a lot of people are betting on the San Francisco 49ers. So the better team. But for one week, the opening week, the Lions do not know they're the Lions. I think they come out and play inspired football today. 
Um, and, and I think this is a situation where, like, I wouldn't be, I'm not calling the outright upset winner. I would not be shocked if they won the game. And I know I'm in the, wow. the vast minority with that. But I like the Lions plus the eight and a half. That is, that, uh, you're testing my gag reflex with that See? one. I don't, I don't, <laughs> oh, oh, man, that is tough. Uh, so there you go. There is our dog day afternoon. I've got the Eagles going in, getting three points at the Falcons, and the Browns getting five and a half in Arrowhead. Jeremy's got the Giants getting three at home. Home doggies against the Broncos and the Lions, big home dogs as well, getting eight and a half with the Niners coming in to Ford Field. Our first edition of Dog Day Afternoon. We're going to go over that 8.20 p.m. Eastern game, the Sunday night football game, the primetime matchup between the Rams and uh, the Chicago Bears come in, Jeremy. And I, I again, if, if we simplify it, we oversimplify it sometimes. But in this case, I think it's all about Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace trying to hold the quarterback dogs at bay. They know they're going to have to go to Justin Fields at some point this year, but they want to pretend like they believe in Andy Dalton. Meanwhile, Matt Stafford finally gets to a place where there are weapons around him, a system that works for him, and he gets his big Hollywood debut tonight. Yeah, I think Robert Woods and Cooper Cup are going to kill it tonight. The only question we have, at least I have about the Rams, is the running game. But love this matchup. I think there's going to be a ton of points scored tonight, and I think primarily by the Rams. So maybe we do get to see Fields tonight if Dalton's not playing well. But I'm really excited to watch Matt Stafford in this offense. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Let's go hunting. Yes. Prop Hunters. All right, this is where Jeremy and I, we go looking for some big game. Yeah, we're going to put some trophies on the wall. We're going to mount those big heads back there uh, in our game rooms after this edition of Prop Hunters, and hopefully after every edition of Prop Hunters. But uh, let me get started, if you don't mind. It, mine's, my first one, Jeremy, is more of a season-long prop, and I saw that it's one of the biggest handles, according to our friends at FanDuel, when you look at season-long team props, season win totals, uh, it is the third biggest selection overall inside FanDuel Sportsbook on season win totals. It's the Detroit Lions, five. That is the biggest action. And surprisingly, 61% of the action on the Detroit Lions win total is over that five, which, again, I, I told you, I'm fading the Lions all year. I can't – I look at their schedule. I can barely see four wins, let alone five, even in the best of circumstances. So I'm, that's my first hunt. My, my first prop I'm hunting today, it's that season-long win total of the Lions, and I take under five. Yeah, the one I'm looking at is uh, Alvin Kamara with the Saints. I brought it up earlier that, you know, going up against the Packers last year, I think he had like 12 receptions against him. No Michael Thomas. You got Jair Alexander on the outside who probably be matched up with Callaway. 
Uh, I just think they they dink and dunk the ball to him underneath. They'll split him out wide, get a matchup on a linebacker. He's going to be the focal point of that offense, not just running it, but throwing it. So I love Alvin Kamara over 46 and a half receiving yards. I take him over his reception prop as well. But uh, I like the yards more because I think he has a chance to break one of those. Yeah, some of these props uh, are going to feed into some of your daily fantasy plays, which we'll get into later in the hour here on FanDuel Game Day. Uh, But this, for me, is another season-long prop that, again, I noticed on FanDuel and has a a ton of action on it right now. It's the top selection by handle, anyway, at FanDuel for total rushing touchdowns. And Najee Harris right now set at 7.5, which I know, I'm I'm a Steelers guy, so I get the reticence over their offensive line and whether it'll gel and how it'll come together. But Najee Harris, over 99% of the handle right now on his season-long TD total is over that 7.5. And, and I'm with I'm with everybody else, Jeremy. I think he's going to be key to this offense actually putting points up on the board when they get an opportunity to this year. My next two prop bets, uh, Jamar Chase. I'm going rookies here. Jamar Chase over 49.5 receiving yards. I've already told you how much I love this guy. I feel like that the rookies come in, they're undervalued week one and not not knowing what they're going to do. I think he's in a perfect situation where they could be throwing the ball quite a bit, like him over 49 and a half receiving yards. Okay. And then uh, you're big on Kyle Pitts as well, right? Kyle Pitts is my other one. Over uh, 50 receiving yards. Now you got to go to the alternative uh, prop bet on FanDuel. You click on his name. And if you want to get weird, you you can get him over 60 or 70 yards plus the money. But I think the safest bet is minus 108 at 50 yards. Uh, I think Kyle Pitts has a big day today. It's time to give you our absolute units. Here we go. It's an absolute unit. Yeah, we all like to talk about, well, I got this many units on this play, this many units on that play. No, we've just got absolute units here on FanDuel game day. I'll start with my first one because I know it's one we could go back and forth on. We've got opposite opinions on this one, Jeremy. I think the, you, you could lay as many points as you want to. Uh, at the feet of the Detroit Lions. I think the Niners, even a West Coast team, going into a 1 o'clock kickoff against the Lions, laying 8.5, give me the Niners to cover it and then some. Yeah, as I was talking about earlier, I'm I'm on the opposite side. I like the Lions, and uh, this is one where it's one of the most heavily bet games of the weekend. You've seen the line move already and go up to 8.5, where it was 7.5 for a good portion. But um, you you have the easiest job here in telling everybody to bet the 49ers because (laughs) the Lions suck, and I know they suck, and they know they suck, but – Week one, you know, I think you're going to get the most inspired play out of them that you could possibly get. And as I said, I, I wouldn't be, for me, it doesn't shock me to see those upsets week one where a lot of people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. I think the most likely outcome here is that the 49ers come back and win this game or they're winning the whole time and maybe I get that backdoor cover. Um, that's how I'm looking at the, this matchup because I, I do think you're going to get inspired football out of the Lions, but I agree with your bet earlier. I don't, I don't see them winning more than five games this year. But if, they, yeah. if you were going to ask me, I think week one is one of the best opportunities they're going to have. That's wild. I can't wait to see how that one plays out at 1 o'clock. Uh, in the 425 window, another one of my absolute units. I just I, I can't take Aaron or bet against Aaron Rodgers, against Jameis Winston, especially everything that's gone into this. I know the Saints, all these machinations, all the uh, probabilities, extracting every possible advantage in deciding where they were going to play this game because of Rodgers' history in the state of Florida and, and where Packers fans may be able to fly to most easily. I don't think any of that matters. I think it's Jameis Winston against Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay's only laying three and a half. So, absolutely, I am all over the Packers. Yeah, one for me is uh, the Rams and Bears tonight. I love this game to go over the total. And it's one that I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm really excited to see Matt Stafford with the the players that he has on that team, the weapons, 
to throw the ball to and in a system where it's designed to get the best out of the quarterback. No longer – here I am telling you I'm taking the Lions. No longer does Sean McVay have to hold Jared Goff's hand and tell him where to throw the football. Right. He's got a guy out there that can just sling it all over the field. Uh, I think Allen Robinson has a nice game tonight. Even though he's going to be matched up against Jalen Ramsey, I still think that's going to be one where they're tossing the ball up to him. And I think the Chicago Bears will be trailing, and you'll get a, some chance for uh, some junk points there at the end. But I like it to go over the 46-and-a-half. Uh, another one that we are back and forth on, uh, the Seahawks visiting the Colts in Indy. I know it probably goes against all popular wisdom, but I got the under in this one. I just, mm-hmm. e- even with the weapons at Carson Wentz's disposal, it comes down to trusting quarterbacks again. And I don't trust Carson Wentz in the same way that Frank Reich does. I just don't. This should be a game where if the Colts want to sort of ease Carson Wentz into being the man, they'll rely on their running backs. They'll rely on Taylor. They'll rely on Hines. And I don't think it lends itself to lighting up the scoreboard. Even about, even when you talk about the weapons the Seahawks have available to Russell Wilson, I don't know if they light it up either. I know you're on the other side of it, but I'm taking the under 48 and a half in Seahawks Colts. Yeah, I, and I like the over here. So we're, we're yeah, obviously throughout the year, we'll have some different uh, difference of opinions oh, on yeah. it. Oh, um, yeah. I, I just, so last year, if we went off based off of last year, and I know Seattle made some changes, they were decent against the run, horrendous against the pass. Uh, the Colts don't have a ton of weapons in the passing game right now as it stands, T.Y. Hilton being banged up. Uh, they've got some younger receivers that they think are going to come in, uh, make some hay, and, and I think Michael Pittman's one of those guys. And for my liking, because I like the over, I hope Pete Carroll realizes that Russell Wilson's a peacock and he's got to let him fly. You know, you got to let the guy fly. Let, let him go out there and make some plays um, and stop with this nonsense of just pounding the rock over and over and over again. Uh, he's a playmaker. Let him go out and make the plays downfield. And I do. I think we see a, a shootout in week one. I'm more of a believer than Carson Wentz than most people. Hey, let, let Russ strut around and – Show off his feathers a little bit. Uh, one more, and we are on the both. We are both on the same side of this total. Uh, Minnesota, Cincinnati, over forty-seven and a half. Uh, I gave my DFS picks of get get any kind of Vikings bundle you can. I know you mentioned the bank. Anything you can get on the Bengals side of the ball. Yeah, I'm game stacking that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That one seems like uh, an over uh, a DFS stack and, and absolutely everything. We expect points in that one. I think definitely. Yeah, and I like the Chargers plus the one and a half. I don't typically bet on those West Coast teams coming east. I just think they're the better team, um, and we'll find out. We'll see what, what Justin Herbert looks like in year two. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that offensive line uh, for the Chargers comes together, whether it does or not, with so many moving parts. I think four new starters. Um, I don't know if that necessarily lends itself to Justin Herbert getting off to a great start this year, even though I expect him to have a great year nonetheless. Yeah, this has and- been fun, Jeremy. Well, my and, and the other one I should have mentioned is my top play oh, on the yeah, day is the Giants. The Giants plus three against Denver. It's my favorite play today. I've loved it all week. I loved them when they were plus one and a half. I think they pull off the upset. Uh, I sprinkle a little bit on that money line, but uh, you know, give me the Giants plus the points. I love it. I love it, yep. Jeremy. Uh, a Baltimore guy and a Pittsburgh guy coming together to talk football. Who would have thought? I'm not putting French fries on my damn sandwich. I'm just telling you that. So you, just once, just once, just try it, just once, please. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, man. Great stuff. He's Jeremy Kahn. I'm Chris Mack. This has been FanDuel Game Day on the BetQL Network. We'll be with you every Sunday from 8 to 10 Eastern, previewing all the games just the way we did today, hopefully giving you some insights, some fun, some wagertainment. 